Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to our podcast here at One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. My name is Mark Jones and I thank you for joining us today as we continue on with our book study of Romans. And we've kind of finished up the first few chapters, which uh, largely are a little bit of scolding. Uh, Paul is uh, scolding the Christians of that day, and I think the Christians of today too. And as Peter tells us, we've turned the corner now, a little less scolding and a little bit more bright and cheery. But as I look at, at the supporting scripture for today, which comes from Romans 10, 9 through 15, I have to ask the question, is that really the case? Because as I look deeper into this, I'm a little bit convicted again, and uh, I'll go into that a little bit further as we read through this. We've been talking, or last Sunday we talked about the uh, uh, Christianity being exclusive and inclusive at the same time, and really without the both, Christianity cannot exist. And I'm going to start out by reading uh, verse 9 through 10, which really uh, depicts the exclusiveness of Christianity. And I'm going to read out of the message today. Uh, Hopefully that you've had a chance to read this too, and I encourage you to hold it up to different translations. But I I like the way the message spells it it out for us. So here we go, 9 through 12. Say the welcoming word to God. Jesus is my master, embracing body and soul, God's work of doing in us what he did in raising Jesus from the dead. That's it. You're not doing anything. You're simply calling out to God, trusting him to do it for you. That's salvation. With your whole being, you embrace God, setting things right, and then you say it right out loud. God has set everything right between him and me. Uh, So again, that's that's a little bit of the exclusive piece of Jesus is my master and you embrace with your body and soul that uh, God did this and he raised him from the dead. There's the exclusive piece. And, and then the inclusive 11 through 13 scripture reassures us no one who trusts God like this heart and soul, mind you, heart and soul will ever regret it. It's exactly the same no matter what a person's religious background may be. The same God for all of us, acting the same incredibly generous way to everyone who calls out for help. Everyone who calls help God gets help. There's the inclusive piece, everybody. And this, as I reflect on this, this is where I feel a little bit convicted. There's so much going on in the world. And for me, it's, it's difficult to pray for the evil doers of the world. Yet, uh, as we look at why did Pat choose this, I, I reflect on just the example that Pat Lovis led and in, in evil situations, things that are going on right now, she would often pray for the evil doers that, uh, that they would recognize God, that they would come to know Jesus and that they would turn around. And, and I just, that, that example um, just, just really sticks with me. So, so I've tried to do that. So, so we got the war in Ukraine and, uh, it's, it's easy to pray for all the innocent people and the Ukrainians, but boy, is it really difficult to, 
to pray for Putin and whatever the leaders are in Russia that think that this is the right thing to do. But I've done that. But have I done it with my heart? I've done it with my mind. Pat gave me the example. I've seen it and I know, yeah, everybody, everybody is entitled to God's love. And anybody who calls out to God, help God, gets, gets his help. And, and I know that, and I know it's for everybody, and I know God wants everybody in his kingdom, and he wants them to know them, and that I should pray for those people that they can, that they can find that, that God can, can reach them. But do I do it with my heart? I, I can't say that I do. We have the war in Israel. Boy, I, I have prayed for the Hamas leaders to come to know Jesus and to turn things around, but have I done it with my heart? I, I've done it with my mind, um, and there again, only because I've witnessed Pat do it, and, I, and, and then there's something on my heart that says, yeah, that's a good thing to do. But when I pray that, I, again, I'm feeling convicted, um, and, and I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to correct that short of just continuing to try to embrace my um, relationship with Christ. And, and I think recognizing too that my heart's a little bit weak in that is probably a good first step. Anyway, see what you think about that. Uh, now to feel a little bit better, we have verses 14 through 17. And I think that this is really, again, Pat, this just uh, uh, exemplifies Pat's behavior and, and or Pat exemplifies these verses is probably more appropriate to say. But how can people call for help if they don't know who to trust? And how can they know who to trust if they haven't heard of the one who can be trusted? And how can they hear if nobody tells them? And how is anyone going to tell them unless someone is sent to do it? That's why scripture exclaims a sight to take your breath away. Grand processions of people telling all the good things of God. This, this is Pat. Pat lived this out. First of all, she lived out the first verses. Uh, she recognized uh, the inclusiveness uh, design of scripture and that everybody's entitled to it and, and that it's for everybody and that God loves everybody. But then how, how, how do you... How do they know of God unless you unless somebody is sent and somebody goes? And that is Pat. And, and we're really, I'm missing her on our missions team because she was really the catalyst to get us out and get us going. She was such a great example. Uh, in her late 80s and all the way into 90s, she's still ministering. And, uh, and, and here I am just trotting along in life. Uh, not not doing nearly what I could be doing in regards to going out and telling. But uh, 14 through 17 makes me smile, and I just can't help but think of Pat. Uh, in regards to our congregation, One Hope Church, I, I think we've done a pretty good job of this in the community and in the world. We can certainly do a lot more, so much better. And uh, uh, we've done it not only in uh, finances and in regards to money support, but also boots on the ground and getting out there. But again, we could, we could do so much better. Um, so yeah, I'd like to say, uh, we could pat ourselves on the back, but that would be, that would be going into a little bit of pride, wouldn't it? So <laughs> that was also the message on Sunday. Uh, anyway, let's close with that and let's pray. Oh, Lord God, thank you so much 
Thank you so much for giving your son, Jesus Christ. And that we thank you that uh, your word and your design and your kingdom is, is inclusive of everybody. But we also recognize that for everybody to be included, they have to hear of you. They have to know of you. And for that to happen, we have to be sent and we have to go. So we just pray your blessings, pray your encouragement, just nudge us along as we are called to be sent uh, to tell others about you. In your precious name we pray, Lord. Amen.